Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, joined by co-host Aaron Keller, back in his office, the new podcast spot. And we are joined by one of our favorite guests, because he's always on here talking about something fun. It's Ryan Brock with the Wild Sheep Foundation. Ryan, welcome back. Thanks for having me in here. I love how it's kind of becoming regular. You're on pretty much twice a year now. It's once or twice a year, yeah. Mm -hmm. We appreciate teaming up with you guys and and helping us get the word out for some things we're doing and, and trying to get kids excited about the outdoors. Of course. And the reason we're having you on right now is you have one of your events coming yeah, up. Yeah, our in a second few weeks. largest event that we put on uh, in Northern Nevada, the Nevada Outdoor Experience. Nice. Could you tell us about it? I know we've had you on in the past, but it never gets old yeah. hearing all about this one. Absolutely. So this is one of our, our biggest and oldest events. Um, it started in 2013 when uh, Sage Hill Gun Club was still opening uh, and open in Reno, Nevada. And uh, we were actually the last event to take place there. And then the last, the week after that, it actually closed down. And we ended up having to find somewhere to go. And Capital City Gun Club in Carson City welcomed us in. And we've been there for the, the, the past decade wow. uh, going there. And it's pretty much now become the third Saturday of June of every year. We hold this giant youth event to get kids excited and inspired about the outdoors. It feels good when something just becomes expected from people like everyone's just on the same page this is the third Saturday in June now yeah and it becomes routine and, and yeah. that was something that I don't think I had even put together until Aaron was mentioning a couple minutes ago on hey you know we have free fishing day is this day in June and you're the third and I'm like wow I am the third Saturday <laughs> it is are. routine now you're one of the big events that we promote now yeah <laughs> so, appreciate it of course so that worked out though that change of location it's been there you said the last decade yeah, it has worked great you know they welcome us in and even the last couple years it used to be we'd have a portion of the gun club and they'd still let people come and shoot on a, a, you know a portion of the sporting clays and stuff and now we've gotten so big they shut the whole thing down for us until one o'clock so we're able to take all the trap and skeet fields their entire parking lot and just spread out and get a lot of different uh, stations in there to just inspire kids and it looks like it's growing. There's more um, partners involved, which we'll get into in a few minutes. But could you just tell us the overall goal of the Nevada Outdoor Experience? Yeah. So, you know, I think if we were to kind of wrap it up in a nutshell, it would be to try to get kids off the couch, away from video games, um, have them find some passion in the outdoors. Um, it can be through nature. It can be through geology. It can be through conservation. Um, something that they just get passionate about that is going to maybe create a little spark in them that, you know, might continue, continue to burn and maybe grow into something much larger. We've actually uh, talked with lots of kids over the years that come back, you know, eight years later. And I remember when we did this at Sheep Show, or I remember when, when we did this, and now I'm majoring in this in college. And oh, so I actually cool. had two students three weeks ago who gave me graduation invitations from high school. And oh, one already has her associate's degree through high school and it's going into a career field because of sheep show and so kind of cool to hear that once in a while you never know what impact you have and then all of a sudden it's there and you're like 
wow, that was eight years ago when that took place. And just now we're now seeing, you know, how that's really progressing in that, that youth who's no longer in the youth anymore. That's the goal right there when you get those calls or those graduation cards. Like Absolutely. Wow, and, and just an appreciation too. You know, we're not, you know, we're not out there to change everyone and have everyone love yeah. nature and love, you know, the outdoors, but at least have an appreciation of it. You know, we live in a state with so much wild open lands that are public lands that we're, we're very special in those regards and just education on mm-hmm. that as well. So it's kind of education, inspiration, and and you know, promoting what we have and where we live. I bet it's a good feeling to uh, to have the returning kind of people that come through, or the people, the kids that have gone through it, and you know how many kids have gone through these stations and how much of an impact. It is amazing. Um, you know, this year we just hit over a hundred thousand kids that we've impacted with the Wild Sheep Foundation, and you know, a big majority because I live in Northern Nevada have been Northern Nevada youth, and so it's really neat to look at that. And um, and this particular event has just grown over the years. We're at, uh, as of today, thirty-six different organizations who've committed to say that they're going to be there helping out in one way or another. That's a yeah. lot of stations for kids to to be inspired from. Is that it really wild is. To think about that there's 36 outdoor groups that you can get involved. It's amazing, you know, even this year, you know, there were a couple new ones that I had never even heard about because I'm constantly on online, you know, googling um, all sorts of anything I can think of with it, you know, and the one I haven't been able to get there yet, there's a a, a Jeep group. And I'm like that'd be neat having, you know, a, a Jeepers association there teaching mm-hmm. kids about, you know, four-wheel driving and appropriate use on and off-road and, and those type of things. And they always have a big jamboree the third Saturday in June. So this is two years in a row that they haven't been able to come. But yeah, it is. And so you never know. Through Facebook, I spend a lot of time researching and finding groups, and I'll reach out. And, and you know, more than half the time, people are like, hey, this sounds pretty good. We'd like to be a part of this. And it's paying off your efforts because here we are, all these groups. and It, it is. And yeah. And I have an email list now that's just huge, <laughs> and it's also the kickoff of summer. So a lot of those people are like, "Oh, not this year, but keep us on." You know, we're we have a family reunion that weekend, or we're doing this, and so we've built enough uh, resources and enough connections that it's constantly a big group, even when a third of those groups can't even be there. Yeah, and it's pretty wild to think about just how it started you know, with wild sheep and just trying to get kids into the outdoors or caring about wildlife or conservation and do, going from indoor to the youth wildlife conservation experience and standing there indoor and going, man, it would be really nice to get kids outside. Yep, exactly. And yeah. That's kind of how that was born. Yeah, and it was, uh, you know, a gentleman from Washington, actually, who reached out to me and was doing one up in Washington and wanted to kind of get one going down here, and that kind of inspired me on that idea, and then taking it off a sheep show and going, well, man, we can't do certain things indoor at a convention center with the youth wildlife conservation experience we do in January, but we can do it outdoors, and you were there at that first one, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember we had the little fish pond built up and my big broad-brimmed hat so I didn't get sunburned. That was a long time <laughs> ago now. Fun. I was going to say that we actually just recorded a free fishing day podcast, and one of the things we talked about is, isn't it weird when an event is going on so long that the kids actually start growing up? And, um, like, I mean, this was 11 years ago, this one started. So some of those kids that came at 11 years old could be in their twenties now. (laughs) We're seeing them now start to volunteer. And so they're coming and helping us out, which is really neat. We've seen a couple that, um, 
have grown up and are now, you know, men or women <laughs> versus yeah. kids. And it is kind of neat to see that their passion for coming and giving back and, and what, they, what path they've taken that inspired them. And once again, that interest was clearly sparked from that event helped it. So. Yeah. Are you guys still looking for volunteers? I mean, yeah, we could we could still take uh, volunteers. Um, we're trying a pre-registration this year. Try and just speed that up. You know, we we do a registration. Uh, it's a free event, but we do registration just to try to have a numbers. You know, how many kids are coming through, and we ask a couple of questions on you know you know how many kids have not fished before, how many kids have not shot a bow before, um, you know how many times a year do you camp, just to give us an idea of what type of uh, family populations were impacting because we obviously want to have connections to those families who are into the outdoors and try to, um, you know, m- maybe that passageway to something they're already inspired about, but maybe take it to another level. Um, but then we also want to try to hook those families that, you know, just see this flyer or Facebook ad somewhere and say, hey, we're not doing anything on Saturday. Let's go check this out. And then they find something that might hook them that they didn't even know existed. Yeah. And clearly it's paying off because each year it keeps growing. So that is really good information to have too. Yeah. Especially as the event grows and you get more partners and stations and just making sure you're meeting the needs of all the people who are Absolutely, coming. yeah. I know that when I get your email after the events, it's always interesting to look at the answers and kind of the demographics of who came. Yeah. The numbers. I'm always surprised how, just how many people show up. And uh, yeah, it's definitely good info. I try to be detailed and I try to put enough information that it hits, you know, the broad spectrum of groups that we have involved, you know, that it's not just, um, you know, hunting and it's not just uh, firearm safety and or it's not just archery, just kind of as broad as I can get, but also keep those registrations quick so that parents can kind of fill it out pretty quickly. And then I send a post event email, you know, and you don't get a lot of those back, but it does give you an idea, too, with a little bit of follow up. Um, on what they enjoyed and what the favorite stations were and, and, and things like that. So hopefully this year to go a little faster. Um, we already have uh, 78 families registered Whoa. with almost 100, over 180 kids wow. pre-registered. So we're already stuffing goodie bags and getting raffle tickets and maps in there. And, and hopefully that'll kind of speed it up a little bit. Yeah, I know. I was almost going to save. I'm excited to hear like what all the stations are, and I was almost going to save it for after the break, but I think we could start hearing what some of these stations are. You said there's a few new ones this year. We do have a few new ones. Um, you know, we have kind of our tried and true that seems like all the kids love, um, but this year I have some exciting ones that I'm pretty excited about, and one of these is just uh, a local citizen scientist. Um, he uh, volunteered at a local elementary school helping with the school garden, but was teaching the kids about bees. And he's just passionate about bees. He's part of a bee organization. Um, but him and his daughter are then come just representing themselves and, and say, hey, we're just going to educate about uh, the importance of bees. And he's really good at talking with the kids. I kind of watched his presentation with a group of school, group, uh, school kids. And he's just really relatable. He has all sorts of fun stuff on the tables um, and very knowledgeable. And so I'm excited about that. I've been trying for several years to try to get, you know, someone representing those local pollinators um, in to kind of educate on something different with nature. Yeah, that's awesome. And that that's an example of how you don't just cover hunting or fishing. You cover so many different things. And now you have a beekeeper coming. Yeah, beekeeper. We have the, the Carson Water Sub Conservancy District. 
um, which is one that I found this year. And they're basically, they promote cooperative action in the Carson River watershed. And so when we look at conservation, you know, my organization, Wild Sheep Foundation, we're big about wildlife conservation. But now we have, you know, soil conservation. Um, we have Reno Gym and Mineral Societies there talking about geology. Um, you know, so we have a bunch of different groups there, but uh, representing kind of their passion and their, their, their desires in the outdoors. And I think that's what's great about this is, is my role in this is very different than my other um, youth events that I put on is I'm more of an organizer. I let them come in. They can promote their group if they want to try and promote memberships or, you know, places to hike, places to bike, whatever. It's really just an outdoor youth expo trying to get kids excited because if kids get excited, then their parents might also follow suit because they're going to, you know, need their parents' help a little bit if they want to get to one of those hiking trails or get out and see birds and do some bird studies and stuff. And honestly, some of these topics you've mentioned, I'm like, I know this is aimed at interesting kids, but I'm interested. In we have had so many parents come and, you know, for the first time, like shoot a BB gun. And I remember this was way back at Sage Hill. It's still clear in my mind because I was new into doing this and we had a, a 22 out there and, uh, and, uh, some pellet guns and, and shotguns. And she had a very negative stance towards firearms. And when she was done shooting it, she came up and she goes, you know, I, I get it now. It's just kind of a lot of fun. <laughs> and so that was really neat. It made a big impact on me early on is that, you know, you've also got to have some entertainment and some hooks for the parents as well. And so that's part of this too. You know, we're looking for, you know, we have trap and skeet and we have a local youth shooting team and all their coaches are going to be teaching uh, firearm safety and then they get a bracelet and then they can go and shoot the trap and skeet and we're we're open to having parents go out there as well to try you know if that's yeah. new for them let them try it out and and see if it's something that they enjoy because i mean uh, that's a big sport and we had one of their uh, team members got a scholarship and is out in college all because um you know, he got inspired and their coach right now, their son got hooked at this, the set, the first year out at Capital City Gun Club. And now Jay is the coach of the team and has been for nine years and oh, so he's cool. getting the whole team there to now coach and give back. So it's a, it's a great cycle in what's uh, been started. Yeah, it is. And I want to get into more of what people could expect, but we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we are joined by Ryan Brock with the Wild Sheep Foundation talking about the Nevada Outdoor Experience, a fun event. The third week now of um, every June, it just has fallen that way the last 11 years. Yeah, <laughs> so, so June 17th this year. Okay, and what time is it at? So it uh, the station's open at 9, and so if you're not pre-registered, um, we'll have a registration line there, and it's a quick registration either on your cell phones. We'll have a QR code or we have iPads, um, and then you get a goodie bag, and in that goodie bag is a couple goodies and then a map of where all the stations are located, and then we have uh, raffle tickets for the kids. They get eight raffle tickets, and 
We have a whole bunch of raffle prizes. They can put them all into one to win, or they can spread them out and increase their chances of winning a couple prizes. That's always fun for kids. Absolutely. Yeah, and then before the break, you were talking about some of the new partners and stations that are involved. And then when we went to break, we were saying just how interactive this event is. It's not, you're not going and you're not getting a lecture. This is an interactive event. Absolutely. And, and all the, you know, all the participating organizations, they all, they bring all their own stuff. And so they set up to pull people in. So it's all about interaction. So the metal detecting station, you know, they all have a whole bunch of tables with metal detectors and then they hide coins that they've bought or collected from all over the world and they just go hide coins in the dirt and the kids are out there metal detecting whatever they find they get to keep um the gold panners you know we always put them by the water because they have to fill all these tubs and so they're learning about kind of the 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 physics and the science of that gold is heavier and it's sinking as they're gold panning for um you know heavier weighted objects in that gold pan and so it's it's very much interactive um rock climbing that's always you know the the tower pillars, they walk in, they see that, and that line is never short um, mm-hmm. because it's it's interacting. And it's it's trying to interact with those people and, and have them learn something through that interaction. I was going to say it's almost to the point that they won't even know they're learning <laughs> because the stations are so fun. It's all fun, and they just think <laughs> they're there having a bunch of fun, but yet they are learning. Yeah. Exactly, and taking it in and... Who knows how much they learn, and clearly it sparked an interest in a lot of kids. Yep, yep. And we even get requests now. So we have, like, the Lahant and Audubon Society. You know, I was talking with them yesterday. Like, man, can we please have that same spot? It works perfect. We have this, you know, <laughs> eight-foot-long condor wings we hang up on the posts, and it's good for us to kind of put pictures far distances that they can look with binoculars, and then we try to identify those. And, and so groups now have been coming for several years, and they've kind of figured out what works really well for this particular event as well that might work differently in other locations or other events. For this one, some of those groups really figured out what works really well for those interactions and that learning. And they probably enjoy thinking about it now. They, it's probably a fun event for the groups too. I, it's hard not to. Yeah. You know, we, we always have had good weather. We've never been weathered out. Um, the <laughs> wind, good. a lot of times we'll pick up in the afternoons when we're breaking down, but it's always, we've always been able to keep everything up and knock on wood. You know, it's been a little rainy year this year so far, so hopefully we'll get it all out before June 17th. I bet it will be fun no matter what Absolutely. what ends up happening. <laughs> so then you also want to, I mean, they, people can come and go as they please. You can... Absolutely. Don't have to show up at nine o'clock. It runs from nine o'clock and ends at one o'clock, but you can show up whenever. You can stay as little or as long as you want. Um, you know, with all those stations, it, it can pretty much fill the time. Um, but it doesn't have to. And the raffles, we do that so that families can leave too. You don't have to stay till the end. Um, we put, you know, we start the raffles, I think at 1030 and we raffle off six items and we have a board. So you don't have to be present. You're out playing, you're out learning. And on your way out, you check your ticket numbers and pick oh, up your prize good. as you're leaving. And then we have, you know, five or six more at 11 o'clock and 1130 and 12. And then 1230, we raffle off. We have like a metal detector and a gold panning set and um, some bigger items like that, a BB gun. Um, nice bow and arrow, um, and then the rest are hammocks and you know stuff that are associated with those. Uh, Lahant and Audubon or uh, Audubon Society book, things that we try to get to relate to the station, so that a kid who does something is like, I love metal detecting. You know, three years ago we had a kid win that metal detector, and that's all he talked about. He spent Aww. the whole four hours out at the metal detecting area and won the metal detector. It couldn't have been a better ending to his day. 
he was so proud that he just carried it around the last half hour of the day. It was really neat to see. Yeah, that was one thing that I noticed was um, don't go, like if you're listening, don't go there expecting to know everything that you're going to see. And also don't expect to know which station your kids are going to love. Because when I took my kids, they um, they gravitated to some stations that I didn't necessarily think they would, or I guess I didn't know that they would. And uh, like we were saying, Ryan, that uh, you're like, oh, that one's that one's the cool one. That's the fun one. And you're like, oh no, no, I want to go over here. And they would just kind of pull you over there. And like you said, that metal detecting is so much fun for kids that interactive and it's different you know you don't Mm -hmm. see that at a lot of other events kind of like this and so we appreciate that group coming in but yeah i'm right there with you my kids grew up doing this i started putting this on when they were two and three and four years old and now they're volunteering but i have those same stories where you know i'm thinking they're gonna like this station and that and eh, that's all right but they spent way more time at a station that i wasn't as passionate about and i think that's the beauty of this there's so many options that Parents will come in maybe with their own background and experiences and what they enjoy and realize that their kids might enjoy something else a little different, and and that can open up a lot of doors. We've had um, a lot of families who got back into archery even through these events, and uh, this year we started a Wild Sheep Foundation archery team, and we're actually competing now, which is really neat, but a lot of the the kids who are on it, most of them, like 90% of the kids, started shooting archery at one of these events, either the sheep show or this one. And then three of the parents used to be in archery when they were in like high school and college and hadn't done it in over since kids. And now the kids getting into it, their parents getting back into it too. And that's really neat to kind of see that kind of come back around. It happened for me. Same deal. I'm shooting archery again because my kids got into it. Kind of neat. Yeah. What a cool experience for a family for all of you to have this interest and an activity you're all doing together yeah yeah and you know a lot of these groups are are you know their goal is to try to get you passionate about their thing so they might be handing out trail maps or or mountain biking maps of areas to go so you know for me as an adult i try to know a lot about the area but there's a lot i lack in northern nevada there's so many options and so I learn stuff every year, and I'm the one putting on this <laughs> this big event. Right. These groups are so passionate that they are really the experts in their field, or they're at least very professional and know what they're talking about. So this is a safe environment. If you're thinking, oh, man, I'm not going to let my kids go shoot guns or bows or whatever it is, then this is, this is the place to learn. If your kids have an interest in this type of stuff, this is a great spot to start. Absolutely. And, and, and safety is the key deal. You know, anytime they're going to shoot any of those firearms, you know, including the pellet gun range that 4-H brings. And it's neat. It's in the back of a trailer. It's really kind of a neat little range. You know, they go to this session and have a little 15-minute session on firearm safety and they get that little colored bracelet and then that shows that they've gone through that because it is it's education and 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 safety and that's most important above all Mm -hmm. and then any other new things people can expect this year i know you mentioned food we are going to have a food truck this year you know a lot of families at one o'clock you know if they're waiting till that last raffle at 12 30 that we do sometimes the kids get a little hungry so we have a food truck coming this year um, I, I realized that those are a lot harder to get into these events. Those are popular things. So <laughs> we have one food truck there this year. We're excited kind of about that um, on there. And other than that, you know, we have all those stations. We have three different archery stations. Um, we have uh, a bird study, trap and skeet. 
Uh, Nevada Department of Wildlife has three stations Yay. alone that you all are putting on, and that's uh, a basic target archery, and then the bear dog division is there. Everyone I, loves the bears. We just got a new one. That's great. <laughs> I wonder if new it'll be dog. there. That'd yep. be neat to see. Um, and then the Operation Game Thief trailer will be there as well. So That's another thing, too. We get so many calls from the public um, just wanting to report things, which is great, but those are the guys you need to talk to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to ask, Ryan, so if, if somebody's listening and they're, they own a food truck or they're friends with somebody that has a food truck, are you still looking for... Yeah, we we have the room. Um, you know, ideally, it'd be nice having two different trucks there for one variety and two keeping the lines down as well. So yeah, they can reach out to me. Um, best way to do that is probably my email. And that's rbrock, B-R-O-C-K at wildsheepfoundation.org. And always looking for, you know, new organizations. Um, if you have questions on the event, you can reach out. And again, it's a free event. Um, come and have fun. Yeah, we're excited about it. I miss having your kids here. Um, sometimes they'll come in and they'll tell us their favorite part of your yep. events. And they, it's always funny to hear their answers, no matter what it is. They yep. always have a good answer. Now they're kind of recruiting a volunteer to help run in the registration They're growing up, yeah. Bit. They're yeah. the volunteers now. Yeah. So that's great. And, you know, we have a lot of scouts this year, more than any group. We have several Girl Scout troops coming in and we have several Boy Scout troops that are there and so that's kind of neat, too, promoting yeah. some of those other groups where they can go join some of those other organizations and be a part of that if they want. Yeah. And where did you say people could go to find more information on the event? So probably the best spot is going to um, our website, uh, the Wild Sheep Foundation. And then there's a drop-down menu for education. And under education, there's only six boxes, and the Nevada Outdoor Experience is one of those. But uh, it takes place in Carson City at Capital City Gun Club, and that's it. 3590 Arrowhead Drive and uh, come and have a good day and uh, enjoy with your family. Yep, you got to go to free fishing day this weekend. Then the next weekend, head out to the Nevada Outdoor Experience. <laughs> Lots of fun stuff coming up. Well, Ryan, thank you as always for being here. Thanks for inviting me in. I appreciate this. Of course. And that does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Thank you everyone for listening. again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.